the shepherd who owns the sheep, so when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep who are not of this sheep, then I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to, let, to lay it down, and authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Well, there's probably not really anything else I can tell you about the Good Shepherd today. <laughs> But I'm going to anyway. <laughs> and mainly because we've got these images here in front of us that are really reminders, hopefully, of a God who would go to any length to carry us, who intends to be so trustworthy that any time we're lost, we have not even to look before we're found. Depending on your face, maybe the shepherd's happy to be holding you. Maybe you're happy to be held. Maybe you're the good shepherd, or your spouse, or your child, or your friend, eager to carry. Maybe you're tired and you do it nonetheless. I don't know what the images do for you, but I want to give you two others to think about. One, of course, is in the gospel itself, how Jesus is different from any other shepherd. You know, it occurred to me a long time ago that we paint this picture of Jesus the man and we the sheep, and of course, the mystery of it all is that we could have just as well painted Jesus as a lamb. A big old sheep carrying another one of the fold. After all, isn't that the essence of our faith? That the incarnation Jesus became one of us. And carries us not as some human being carrying some dumb animal, but as a member of our very flock. There's this little thing the clergy like to say that this is... <laughs> This is our shepherding collar, and it belongs to the bishop's leash. And of course, <laughs> that presumes that we're dogs and everybody else is sheep. No, of course, isn't the whole point is that we are in this together as equals. As children and parents, as brothers and sisters, as bishops and lay people, as Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and you in this together. Lambs supporting one another in the flock and carrying each other, hopefully joyfully, when we need. And then I hope that the week has brought into you not only this idea of shepherding, but what a response that might evoke from us. And uh, there's only one place I've ever seen this depicted, and you're in it. There is Christ the Good Shepherd, arms wide open. The only time I've ever seen the lamb jumping into his arms. <laughs> And isn't that, in fact, the whole point? We find Christ and God to be so trustworthy, so interested in our joy and affection, so curious about what we might do next at the salad bar, that we are ready, willing, to hop into those arms. To hop into those arms and be not just carried when we're weak, but cuddled, <laughs> snuggled. To be loved by a God who desperately wants to do that, to be found in and found by God.
God. I hope different images of the shepherd will follow you home. And I hope more than anything, it will strengthen your trust in God's goodness and love all the days of your life. And of course, the reason why that matters is so that you can also be good shepherds. Especially to people you don't like. Especially in moments when you're exhausted. That's what Jesus did for us. And that's how we be like him. Doing a little Wikipedia research um, last night. And so I'm going to put that disclaimer out. This is a Wikipedia researched uh, little um, devotional this morning. So uh, if something really intrigues you, I implore you to go do some more research. Or ask me to do some more. Because <laughs> that's my disclaimer. Um, so I... I was starting initially by comparing the Good Shepherd uh, with King David, probably because the last uh, few weeks in the lectionary, we've been going through all the drama of King David. If you follow the Revised Common Lectionary in your parish, you know you know he starts out <coughs> by becoming king, and all of all of that goes into you know, the whole searching him out and getting anointed and not becoming king right away, but eventually becoming king. And then, but eventually, somewhere along the lines, he loses his moral compass and starts to do some pretty shady things, um, including have, having a man killed so he can be with the man's wife. Um, just not the greatest, you know, thing, if you ask me anyway. Uh, so, thinking about how he was considered, you know, the shepherd of the flock of Israel, and, and you know, that, that was something that they used that imagery in that language, especially because initially he was, in fact, a shepherd. Um, but how much he failed <laughs> at being a good shepherd to his flock at times. Uh, and yet, he himself, uh, if you... Recognize if you believe that he's the one who wrote the, you know, some of the psalms, then you see that he himself realized that he wasn't the good shepherd. Um, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. So he realized that he didn't have it all figured out. So anyway, as I'm, as I'm doing a little of my Wikipedia research last night, uh, I came across the, um, the, there's this concept that the good shepherd as the icon actually, there are mirror images from a Greek god um, and um, and all the names are escaping me right now and that's usually why I have notes in front of me because I'm bad at remembering names but um, basically this, this Greek god uh, Hermes he uh, knew of a village that was in danger and so he went and grabbed a ram and circumnavigated the village to cure the village of a plague. And in some, according to some, um, some of the mythology, he actually sacrificed the lamb. And so uh, there, there are all these images of Hermes, the, a, a shepherd, carrying this ram, and became this whole tradition. And so, so some people wonder if the Good Shepherd as the icon is actually, and I apologize, you guys probably have done more research on this than I have, so please feel free to make it more interactive. But they, um, so the, the, the Christian community, you know, in the early years,
took this Greek god image and incorporated it into their tradition, but contrasting it. And I think, and that's where the point I want to get to in all this rambling this morning, is that contrast. Is Hermes was this, this god who sacrificed the sheep versus Jesus, the good shepherd, is the one who bears the marks as we'll be painting on the hand if we haven't put them on already, bears the mark of being the one who makes the sacrifice, God's self. Um, I think there's just, there's, to me, there's something powerful in that. Whereas as human beings, often we will be willing to do a lot for people we care for, but to truly lay down our lives for a group of people, a group of people we don't always even like, is something I don't think most of us are capable of. Um, and so instead of carrying the sheep as a means to offer the sheep as a sacrifice, the good shepherd is the one carrying the sheep to save the sheep.